legacy means a lot of things to a lot of people. To some, it's lasting integrity. It's building and maintaining a history of greatness. It's making an impact on people and community. For others, it's dependable security and assurance in an uncertain time. To us, it's all of that and more. It's a mindset of brother and sisterhood of hardworking people dedicated to doing the right thing for you and those you care about. Of growing today for a better tomorrow. That's what legacy means at Southwestern Legacy Insurance Group. What does it mean to you? Let's talk legacy. Hello, this is Gary Michaels, your host, and welcome to Let's Talk Legacy. Today's guest is author, educator, speaker, and businessman, Stedman Graham. Stedman is the founder of S. Graham & Associates, a premier management and consulting firm based out of Chicago, as well as best-selling author whose books have helped millions to overcome obstacles in their lives. His most current work is Identity Leadership, a guide to purpose, passion, performance, and learning to lead yourself before leading others. And we're thrilled to have him on the program. Stedman, welcome. Glad to be here. Thank you so much. This is a treat. Now, you say that never have the people of our world had a greater need for identity and leadership. With all of the unique challenges we're facing today, where do you see leadership needing to step in the most to steady the ship? Well, identity leadership is, is uh, described as or defined as self-leadership. It's based on the philosophy that you can't lead anybody else until you first lead yourself. So you couldn't have a better opportunity than to lead yourself today because we have access to technology. We have access to resources all over the world. We have access to opportunities. The key is being able to understand how to organize all of those resources around you as opposed to just giving everything away, being defined by the external world based on your, the labels that you've been given and not being programmed by race or gender or religion or all the external things, house, car, money, or title that have nothing to do with who you are as a person. So identity is like the core base that you need to have. You need to be clear on that and then clear on the opportunities that the global market has and our American free enterprise system has to empower you as a human being, understand what you love, what makes you happy, what are your talents, what are your skills, what do you do best, and how to become an expert in your field so you can create social economic development for yourself. So it's less about a leader stepping in to empower a team. It's more about empowering your team to see who they are so they can lead themselves. So they can do a better job and perform at the highest possible level and be engaged in their work, be engaged in their own life, their family, work-life balance, their relationships, uh, the people that they work with. They're able to be authentic in what they're doing and, and, again, create opportunity based on their ability to do the best job that they could possibly do, no matter what it is. If you get that piece, if you understand that, then you're able to apply those same principles to everybody. And that's what we teach. We teach that the nine-step success process with the book Identity Leadership so that we can get people to connect to themselves and then connect to other people. So is that how you would define identity leadership? Yeah, identity leadership to me is the missing piece. It is and was in my life. I didn't know who I was, where I was going, how I was going to get there. I didn't understand how to take information, education, make it relevant to my heart, to my soul, to my purpose in life, to what made me happy. 
I didn't know how to organize my life. This is an organizational process of organizing your life so you can self-actualize your potential as a person, as a human being, take control of your development, design your own freedom, so to speak, and define yourself as opposed to having the world define you by your relationship, which most people know me by my relationship with Oprah. So they, they define me as that by my special need brothers that, that I grew up with and had to deal with. And I grew up with low self-esteem, a lack of confidence. You're defined by that. You're defined by your race. You're defined by all the external things that are socially constructed sometimes and designed to marginalize your existence. And so you don't know how to take your power back and you don't know how to build or create your own future or empower yourself because the educational system oftentimes teaches us just how to memorize and take tests, repeat the information back, and label with grade two weeks later, you forget the information. And then you're defined by a fixed mindset of doing the same thing over and over every day. So you never get a chance to really figure out how it all works. And then maybe you get older and you, you wake up and say, man, I missed the mark of what I should have done. And so if you can teach that process early, which is what I try to do, which is why I'm in the schools, you know, to get young people out to do it at 10 and understand the relevancy of information, apply that to social media and how to apply that to their dreams and their vision and their passions, you know, to build a life at an early age, how much information can be used to empower you as a person. So the more you have, the more you can give. If you get that, that's a blessing. When did your own identity first begin to come into focus? What life events or struggles led to the solidification of how you self-identify? Well, I was always looking for it at an early age. And, uh, you know, I started playing basketball uh, as a way to define my existence as something that I could do and control. And, uh, of course, I had school, but I didn't understand the meaning of school. And then uh, I had to deal with a lot of issues socially in my family, you know, a lot of trauma there. With growing up with two special need brothers, you know, you grow up again with low self-esteem and a lack of confidence. And you don't really know how it works. Hard to navigate it. And you're living in the outside world, the external world anyway. So you don't know anything about trying to figure out how to even begin or start. You just do what everybody else tells you. Go to school, come out, get a job, get better at your job by getting more schooling. And the answer is all, it always comes back to you. Who are you? You know, what can you actually do? Can you develop a process of continuous improvement? Can you be better today than you were yesterday? I didn't get any of that. I never understood the process until later on in life where I was defined by my relationship with Oprah, put into a box and, and I couldn't find freedom on the outside. So the only place I could find freedom was on the inside development of my own self. And it took that light to shine on me to realize, oh, it's not about her, not about how you're defined. It's about how you define yourself. And so you're putting all those experiences together, uh, traveling around the world with a guy named Bob Brown, working for him, opened up my eyes. And I realized it's not about race. I started to wake up and realize that people of color are making things happen all around the world. You know, it's not about the color of your skin. The problem is you don't know who you are. And so all of this stuff started to happen. And then I got into business and started writing books about identity and identity leadership and started talking about my process for defining my own existence. And my whole life changed because my mindset changed, my thinking changed about who I was as a human being. 
And also the way I felt about myself changed. So I started designing a process, a nine-step process for myself first, and then realized, oh, you got people all around the world who are pretty much not free and don't know who they are. And you can help a lot of people by showing them your process. And I started writing books and all of that. And that's pretty much the journey. I love process because process is a way to organize uh, methodology. Order is the highest level of development. So if you can't put it in order, if there's no process to success, if there's no step-by-step program, then you're all over the place. You know, you got a lot of motivation here, a lot of motivation over here, but if you cannot put it together, you know, one step doesn't lead to the other, uh, then you're pretty much, you know, searching all of your life for how do I actually do this and what makes sense? So I try to put this into a step-by-step process so people understand this is the first step. Got to know who you are. You got to have your passion. Got to have a vision. Got to have a plan. Third step. Got to create a, a value system. Fourth step. You got to overcome your fears and challenges. What are your barriers to success? Fifth step. Sixth step. Power decisions to change. What is your internal capacity to deal with change? Seventh step. Build your team. Got to have a team. No one makes a loan. No matter woman is an island to themselves. Eighth step. Win by decision. Learning how to take information and make it relevant to your heart and soul. Transfer that to your mind so you become a thinking human being. And then being able to learn how to transfer that to the American free enterprise system or the global market creation and future. Last step is commit to your vision. You got to make a commitment. You got to organize your lifestyle around all the things I just talked about to create empowerment for self. And then you give to the world based on organizing your own life. You're able to build, create, design your own future and develop a process of continuous improvement so you're better today than you were yesterday. That's the value. The value that you give yourself is the value the world gives you. The world sees you as you see yourself. Most of the time, we want to be strong and certain in our own identity first to then be able to lead or influence others. But is there ever a situation where we do want someone else's perception of us to be an influence? Is there ever a time where it's helpful to be open to persuasion on one's own identity? Well, I think it's helpful to be able to understand that you're the role model for everybody around you. For yourself first, you know, you got to be able to pump yourself up. And you got to be able to say, I did a great job today. I'm proud of myself. You got to be able to do that for your kids, if you got children, family, and for people around you. So every day you're a testament for who, what the other person can become. Because people want to, you know, feel good about themselves. They want to be excellent. They want to perform at the highest possible level. So how do you begin to, what's that look like? Your role models are every person that you meet. You know, every person you touch and, and can shake hands with and say, you know what? Boy, that was a great handshake. Or I'm going to start standing that way because they do. So it's important to have an image that you can follow and hopefully they're your parents and if they're not, maybe it's an uncle, maybe it's a neighbor, but certainly uh, you can emulate people all around the world that you can read about and learn from. So in other words, you can choose who you allow to influence you and who you become. That's exactly right. You know, we talk a lot about legacy on this show. What does the word legacy mean to you in general? What does it mean to build and maintain a legacy for yourself, Stedman? Well, legacy is what you've done, you know, that hopefully lasts. So you kind of, you want to be in a position to be able to build your legacy and build it based on a vision of who you want to become, not who you are, but who can you become and what can you leave behind? 
And then what's your brand going to be? You know, your brand value going to be, what's your, what's your name represent? What's your family's legacy? And you can create all of that. There's a beautiful thing about it. Once you understand who you are, where you're going, how you're going to get there and understand that there's a process for success, you can imagine what you want your life to look like and what value you want to create in yourself and your family and all of that and turn it into your legacy. And it's a, th- a way of thinking, not just haphazardly just doing things. It's really being able to organize a constructive process and program that allows you to build something and sustain it over a long period of time. That's your legacy. Well, what I learned for myself that was so helpful is that the process of success is the same for everybody. But once you understand the process, then it's an equalizer, you know. If you know a process to becoming good at something, the only thing you know that, then you probably be, you have an edge up, you're a level up, you know, you have a competitive edge. But if you know that the process is the same for everybody, you learn the process and you can think the same way as everybody else is thinking. And you can understand what people are talking about. And then you put that with the capitalistic system and the global marketplace today, and you use technology as a way to enhance the value of that, it's an equalizer. But it starts with organizing yourself around yourself and understanding clearly what you do, who you are, where you're going, how you're going to get there, and then connecting that to the outside world. And that's the equalizer that all of us have. Talk to us about what makes your partnership with Southwestern a winning partnership. What I like is that all of us are on the same page. We're doing the same work. And the number one issue is we want to help people. We want to empower people, and which is how Southwestern was started, that kind of a vision. You have a footprint all around the world. Uh, and so that's a commonality. So what makes a partnership great is the commonality of the vision. It's that you're all going in the same direction. And, uh, and I like the fact that we're trying to help people and transform people's lives. And that's what makes it great. At this stage in your life and career, what continues to fuel your purpose and passion? And has that changed over time? You know, I want people to discover what I've discovered is that, you know, being able to be the same person, whether you talk to the president of the United States or a homeless person on the street, you're the same. And, uh, and nobody has an edge up on you. And being able to feel passionate about your work and understand the process of success and how it works is an equalizer. Because I grew up with a race-based consciousness, I think it's about the color of my skin and all of that. And the, the, one, the missing piece was I didn't know who I was as a person, didn't know how to exist in the world. I didn't understand the power of information and knowledge, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. I didn't get that. The people perish because of the lack of knowledge. Einstein said you cannot solve a problem with the same mindset that caused it. So it's about being able to have the ability to be able to change the way I think. It's your thinking that I'm concerned about. How do you think? So when my thinking changed, when I was able to understand how to apply information to who I was as a person, who I am as a person, what are my talents? What are my skills? What do I love? And understood the power of love. My, my life changed and it transforms me every single day when I focus on that word and it allows me to segment my life. And then it allows me to be able to organize information around my development so I can empower myself every day. Well, Stedman, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thank you for what you do. 
you've enjoyed today's podcast and want to learn more, visit us at southwesternlegacy.com. Shoot us an email via our easy contact form to find out how you can become an agent or how we can meet your needs for final expense coverage. You can find this and other episodes at letstalklegacypod.com on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Let's Talk Legacy is a presentation of the Southwestern Legacy Insurance Group, a member of Southwestern Family of Companies. Thank you.